Hey, Interfish Podcast listeners. We've got another special episode for you this week. In this episode, you're going to hear from my colleague Camilla Odlin, who heads up the Interfish sister site TechFisk. Uh, TechFisk covers the latest innovation in aquaculture and fisheries, and you've certainly seen a lot of TechFisk's reporting on the pages of Interfish.com lately, and probably some of the more interesting things you've read on technology and innovation in aquaculture and fisheries have come from their great reporting there. Today, you're going to hear Camilla speak with Tony Chen and John Constantino. They're the co-founders of big data analytics group Menaline, which upstakes from America and is now developing its technology in the world's aquaculture hub of Norway. Here's Camilla. Enjoy the show. So you started with oysters in the United States, but now you have established a Norwegian company developing a software platform for the salmon industry. Yeah, so our journey started um, working with oysters in the States, and that's how we discovered aquaculture, really. Um, John and I took a trip down to Virginia Beach and learned about farmers' operations with oyster farming. Um, We started building them tools, but some of the problems that they presented us required a lot of data. Um, We started building them inventory software to start collecting some of this data, but it was a slow go. Um, The industry itself isn't as advanced. It doesn't have as much data and technology being used, but what we recognize was that in the salmon industry, technology and software have been used for the last 20 years. So when it came to really dealing with health issues, there was a lot of information available, which is why we ended up in Norway. We felt like it was the right place for aquaculture innovation to really kick off. And what exactly is it that Manolin delivers? Yeah, so um, right now we're focused on building a health analytics platform that offers um, subscription-based services to the farmers. Um, with the idea behind these services is that it helps them make cost impact and time-sensitive decisions around the health of their crop. And the next step, what is that? The next step that I would say is probably to scale the team um, and start really growing out uh, what that next product looks like. So we're in the process of finding that product market fit right now and really what exactly is the actual problem that we can go after that we can help solve for the farmers right now. So, but if one part will be free and uh, where will you make your money? Yeah, so we, we think about it from a couple different ways. Um, one part's always free and, you know, that part for us has been the notifications and the health alerts that we give farmers. Um, Additional services that we're starting to offer are things like automating some of the reporting features. So a farmer that needs to be certified, they have to send data to the certification every month, and that's a process that that we are offering. uh, That's a product that we're offering for a small service charge. Um, Additionally, the direction that we're headed is more advanced analytics. So whether that's helping farmers improve the health of their crop or how to best optimize for certain costs and production inefficiencies, um, those advanced and predictive analytics are additional services that we're hoping to offer for a, for a fee. But I think you started out with something about the sea lice, and have you now expanded your scope, basically? We're, we have expanded our scope. Um, I think sea lice is still a big focus. The original thing that we identified was the industry just needed more information faster when it came to sea lice. Um, as we've been here for a few months and have learned a lot more about the industry, we've dis- discovered that the decision-making process for farms is a lot more complicated than that. Sea lice tr- is a big driving force, but there's a lot of other aspects that impact a decisions farmers or sorry a farmer's decision-making process. So while sea lice is a big concern. We know it's only a small piece of the puzzle, and there's other things that farmers are, are going to be looking at when they're making decisions. So when we're thinking about building a solution, we want to combine a lot of these different decision-making factors to give farmers the right information. 
And how is the response uh, with the farmers been? It's been really good um, and really positive. There's obviously this bit of a gap between, you know, us speaking English and them speaking Norwegian. Um, and once we can come past that barrier, it's been pretty well received. Um, there's there's always a few that are skeptical, and I think that that's a good thing, and that's how the industry should operate because every time someone comes to you with this new solution that solves a problem, you should always be skeptical um, and let us prove to you that we can actually build a product that will help you. So here in Norway, you started uh, through Hatch. Can you say something about what you learned and how that was for you? Yeah, Hatch was a great opportunity for us coming in as foreigners who don't have as much experience with specifically the salmon market. Um, I think them starting an accelerator in Bergen um, brought a lot of attention from a lot of different companies in the industry itself. So for us, that was great. It gave us an opportunity to learn a lot more, to meet a lot more people, and to really build a network with the industry. Um, that was, for us, the most valuable piece. And you know that's something that we've built on since Hatch. But during those three months, it really allowed us to accelerate and really start to make a network for ourselves in a short amount of time. And after that, you went on a road trip to salmon farmers uh, along the coast in Norway. How was that? Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, I mean, <laughs> aside from the beautiful views the entire way up, we finally got a chance to really sit down with the guys who we were trying to build software for um, and really just hear about their stories and, and understand what's going on in their lives, you know, beyond farming, like their family lives, you know, the, the village, the island that they live on. So it, I think it was something that everyone should do at least once because we really learned a lot, not only about the farming industry, but about Norwegian culture in general. Uh, not to mention the the scenes were <laughs> unbelievable. Living in a tent and yeah, living in a tent, eating uh, brune lapskus, if I pronounce that right. <laughs> it was delicious. Um, but yeah, no, I I mean it's unmatched. Never done anything like it before. So this road trip it was this summer, and what is the status for your company right now? Where are you at? Yeah, so since the road trip, you know, it's been a few months and we've continued to build new services for our farmers. Um, I mentioned automated reporting. Um, that's been a big focus for the last couple months and we're now transitioning into additional predictive analytics. Um, as a status for a company, we've grown. We've added on a new team member, um, Natalie, from who has a degree in aquaculture from UIB. Um, so we're continuing to grow both from the product side as well as from our team. And when will you be in like a commercial phase uh, where you're selling your products for full? Yeah, I'm, we're constantly in that phase, I think. Um, our free product is one that we continue to add services to and has been launched in the market for a few months. Um, the reporting piece, and specifically we're focusing on ASC certifications right now, that was also launched a couple months ago. Um, so those solutions are available and we're continuing to build on top of that. We'll have new stuff coming out over the next couple months as we continue to work closely with our farmers. And right now, I think there's like a buzz in the salmon industry with new technology, digitalization, artificial intelligence and everything like that. Um, do they seem ready for a tool like yours? I Yeah, I mean, I, I think that right now there's a lot of things in the market. And I think that it's a good thing that this industry is seeing such a boom when it comes to artificial intelligence and big data and whatever other buzzword that we can possibly throw out there. Um, but I think at its core, it's still lacking the infrastructure to kind of manage all of this data. And we're hoping to kind of be that piece within the system. Yeah, I, I think just to add on to that, it's 
talking with the farmers, um, most of these companies understand the value that some of these different tools can, can give to them. Um, what's great about the industry here is that there's already a lot of data available. There's a lot of historical information. At the very least, it's at the forefront of any aquaculture market. Salmon's got the most technology included with it. So they're starting to see the value in it. And I think most of these companies are starting to invest within digitalization, which is great to hear. But how does your product differ from all these other software solutions that are coming right now? Yeah, and I, I think it's great to be a part of the ecosystem. You know, it's we believe we're smalling of, or, or we're solving a small piece of the puzzle, um, and that's specifically on big data health analytics. Um, there are a lot of other solutions out there. I think there's other companies looking at it, but we're trying to position ourselves appropriately as the experts within big data within the ocean health ecosystem. Um, and we think that niche and that specific insight that we have in that area can be applied to many of the other companies that are working in in the same space. Um, I think a lot of people have to focus on their internal data, on their internal operations, and we're really trying to look at it from an ecosystem regional point of view because we think that's some valuable insights that farmers don't currently have right now. And your co-partner, she started in August and then she won a large pitching contest in septem September here in Norway. What does this prize mean to you? Yeah, so the, the prize definitely came at a, at a good time for us. Um, it was definitely nice to have some additional cash in our pockets right now. Um, it, it allows us to kind of step back and really think about what we're trying to solve. Um, I can say sitting in that audience that I was like a nervous dad uh, watching my child on stage. Um, but she did a great job and it was fantastic. Um, but yeah. yeah. Because it's 300,000 kroner. What will you use the money for? Yeah, it, it's just to extend our runway um, and, and really kind of sit back and think about what needs to happen next. It gives us more time to find that product market fit. Um, we know that at its core, this problem is data. Um, but what does it look like on the screen, on the glass? That's the problem that we're trying to figure out. And by having another 300,000 knock, it gives us that runway to kind of figure out that problem. And speaking about money, you're also chasing investors and trying to get in some more big money. Can you tell me something about that, Tony? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I think one of the great things from the winning the competition, um, I think for the industry is that the larger startup ecosystem is starting to pay more attention to the ocean and, and to aquaculture. So we saw it as a big win for the industry in general, that people are identifying this as a big issue. Um, when it comes to investment, we think that's going to help our case quite a bit. Um, our goal is to raise a little bit of a funding from both Norwegian investors as well as American investors. Um, so we're right in that process of talking with investors and figuring out what's the best plan forward. And how's the feedback so far? It's been good. Um, we've we've believed that the startup ecosystem, the investors are starting to look at this market more and more. Um, and we've been in a lot of conversations where they are very interested. Um, they are looking towards this industry as the next big market to grow into, um, both within Norway as well as globally. So the conversations have been going really well, um, and we've received quite a bit of interest, which has been great. And now you have your company here in Bergen and two of you live here and two of one of you in the States. Is that correct? And how does it work when you're on different continents and trying to build a company together? Yeah, so I would say three of us do probably live here. Um, <laughs> Tony is bouncing back and forth, of course, because we have some things going on in the States that need to get figured out. Um, but yeah, it's it's a bit of a challenge sometimes when we have this remote co-locating in different time zones and you know getting messages late at night and early in the morning but 
we're, we're making it work. And the, the good thing about this past month has been, it's been a lot of product development. It's how do we get out this reporting, you know, piece. Um, and that has kind of been okay with the different time zones because it, in a sense, gives us 24 hour support for the product. So what's been the most fun part of having, starting a new business so far? Being able to make the decisions around the business. Um, working in the industry prior to this for, you know, combined eight years, we came across a lot of things where we didn't necessarily agree with, you know, issues and how they went about solving it. And being behind the scenes here and being able to make the actual decisions around the business is really, really nice. And it's, it's a super stressful thing, but it's also good to know that you can impact the business and impact an industry in such a way. And what's been the most challenging? I think the challenging part has been figuring out how to work together as a team. Um, we have a central vision and getting everyone to agree to that central path and making decisions around that has been difficult. Um, I think additionally, just working within the ecosystem and seeing where you fit in, because it is an established industry, there's a lot of players um, and the ecosystem is large. So trying to figure out how we fit as our team and our company within that larger ecosystem and then being able to implement that vision um, is a challenging part that requires a lot of discussion from our side. And where do you see yourself and your company in, say, one year? It's a tough question to answer just because so much has changed looking back. You know, we've we've only been a company for six months, and um, I think we've changed a lot in those six months. So forecasting the next year is a little bit difficult. But um, in our ideal mind, um, I think we are a much larger company. We have figured out what our larger product looks like um, and how we can really provide value to our customers. Um, I think in one year, we'd love to be in a position that we're able to export some of this Norwegian knowledge to other aquaculture industries. One of the reasons that we came here was because we noticed that there's a right ecosystem, whether it's politics, technology, or the farms, being able to invest in the future. And we think that's a much bigger problem that needs to be solved in many other aquaculture markets. So while we are trying to drive as much value as possible into Norwegian aquaculture, we love to also be a part of how does Norway export some of this knowledge into other markets. So in a year, we'd love to be in that spot to be moving this system, moving our product into some other places um, and really showcasing to the world what Norway is capable of doing. Do you agree with what he said? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that might have been the toughest question that you've asked so far. Um, <laughs> Six months ago, or I should say it's been longer than that now, you know, about nine months ago, we didn't even think we were going to be in Norway. So for us to say what's going to happen a year from now, it's, <laughs> you know, it's a long shot. Uh, we definitely want to scale the team. We definitely want to figure out how we do a better job of kind of fitting within this industry. Um, and I think Tony put it right. Like, we would love to be at a point where we can export some of the knowledge we learn here into other industries. Okay, thank you very much. And thanks, Camilla. We'll be back next week with the next episode of the Interfish Podcast. <laughs>